0: snowy friday morning let's check in for some news nathan cones has your update from the news studio thank you very much john and good morning everyone we'll start things off looking at road conditions uh, throughout the state of Iowa, uh, according to uh, 511IA, uh, which is available online, by the way, 511IA.org, uh, Carroll finds itself kind of right on the edge uh, between the the worst and the worst parts of the storm and where that storm begins to taper off. Uh, so basically in a line stretching from the southwest to the northeast, Carroll again kind of being the point on that line. Uh, to the north, the conditions tend to be a little bit better. To the south, uh, things get much, much worse. There's tow bands currently in effect uh, for Carol, uh, Green, Guthrie, and Audubon counties, uh, but again, those don't continue to the north. Road conditions are basically completely covered to the south, southwest, and southeast of Carroll, heading to the northeast, north, and northwest. Uh, again, along that almost perfectly straight line, uh, it's seasonal, partially partially covered. So regardless of what those conditions may be, uh, best plan if you do have to travel is give yourself plenty of time to get there as brutally cold conditions are going to be a potential hazard for folks who may get stuck And with uh, likely law enforcement being called out in pretty large numbers to address uh, more, shall we say, pressing issues, uh, best to stay home if possible. Uh, Looking elsewhere, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed a proclamation of disaster emergency for the state earlier this week to facilitate access to supplies of motor and heating fuels. The order, which went into effect on Wednesday, temporarily suspends suspends the regulatory provisions related to service hours for crews and drivers delivering propane, diesel, natural gas, and other fuels for residential, commercial, and agricultural purposes. The proclamation will remain in effect through February 9th unless terminated early or extended by additional orders. State officials note the move is necessary due to unusually high demand for fuel and long wait times at distribution terminals. A copy of the full declaration is included with this story on our website. During their meeting earlier this week, the Carroll City Council gave final approval to adjust the speed zones on Grant Road near Fairview Elementary. The ordinance, which would move the start of the 25-mile-per-hour zone an additional 220 feet farther north, was first introduced during the council's December 18th meeting. And Police Chief Brad Burke says they have not heard any substantial opposition to that ordinance since then
1: what this will do is it'll move the speed zone on grant road north to the south edge of the golf course so at that location for southbound traffic will change to 25 for northbound traffic at that point it would change to 35. this was at a request of the residents and a couple of the condos that live along grant road across the street from fairview elementary so we believe that this should help with slowing some of the traffic down that location too and since the reading back in december i have not received any information either for or against this code
0: Due to the area in question being immediately adjacent to the school as well as residential neighborhoods, safety is the driving factor behind the move. Previously, Burke noted traffic in that section was averaging close to 10.5 miles per hour over the limit every day. The council did favor the move, but asked if drivers would have a probationary period to adjust.
1: Day, we'll put our yeah. speed sign up to the one that flashes and kind of let you know where you're at just to give people an idea. And then, yeah, we'll be writing, well, within reason. If someone's going 50 there, we're probably going to continue to write yeah. citations for those ones. Yeah, but if they're close to that 35 where it's currently at, then we'll, we'll be very generous for the time oh. being. So that kind of gets a little bit
0: normal. The council approved the ordinance's second reading, waived the third reading, and voted unanimously to adopt it, making the change effective immediately. However, the signs may take several weeks or longer to be moved due to wintry weather and frozen ground. Once the signs are positioned in their new locations, Burke says there will be a concerted enforcement effort to change driver habits in that area. And the Sac City Police Department reports two Californians have been arrested in connection to a recent string of burglaries in the community. Authorities say their investigation began on December 30th after officers responded to a burglary alarm at the Brew located at 210 West Main Street in Sac City. Upon arrival, officers discovered the front door pried open with numerous stolen items, including the Iowa Lottery scratch ticket kiosk, as well as vape pens. A joint investigation with the Fort Dodge Police Department found that Samantha Flippo and Robert Price, both of Sacramento, California, California, allegedly collaborated in a series of criminal activities. On December 24th, the pair committed third-degree burglary at Dale's Corner Store in Fort Dodge, stealing the Iowa Lottery scratch ticket kiosk at that site. Authorities say they cashed winnings from stolen scratch tickets at various locations in Ida County, Sac County, and Webster County. Further thefts occurred until December 31st when the Fort Dodge Police Department apprehended them. A sub- subsequent search warrant at the Quality Inn in Fort Dodge where the pair was staying uncovered lottery tickets tied to the brew and a bathroom air vent confirmed by the Iowa Lottery Investigation Unit. Filippo and Price have been charged with ongoing criminal conduct, a Class B felony, third-degree burglary, as well as five counts of lottery theft, to those Class D felonies. The investigation is ongoing, and additional charges uh, may follow. Before we wrap things up here, just a quick reminder, if you don't have to be traveling today here in the listening area, uh, try and hold off on that. Uh, if travel is required, uh, try and delay it for as long as possible to give crews, road crews. DOT, county crews, city crews, as much time as possible to clear roads uh, as best you can. Uh, Obviously, conditions are going to be worse uh, the more you get off the main thoroughfares. Highway 30 and Highway 71 will likely be the safest first uh, and then the state highways and proceeding downwards. So just keep that in mind
2: as we make our way through the day. But it's going to wrap up your news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Yeah, I just looked up some of the uh, DOT pictures on Iowa 511 and they are pretty miserable out there. Just uh, it's not a good day to be anywhere outside of town. So just don't. I mean, that's the best advice we could possibly give you. Yeah, that is a great tool, by the way. If you have not yes. used it,
0: you have, uh, 511ia.org. Check it out. Uh, it's, it's a great way to see what conditions are, not just in terms of what the roads are. It's the plows as they're moving through. I mean, mm-hmm. they take pictures like every five minutes. Um, there's also stationary roadside cameras. Uh, I sent you one from Ames. And you would not even know you were looking at a road,
2: yeah. If there wasn't a car in the picture, so whoever that guy is, big dummy, yeah. Get <laughs> so. off the road, dude. Get off the road. All right. Thanks, Nathan, for that news update. Once again, uh, just be uh, very, very careful. Again, if you have to absolutely travel anywhere, even in town, uh, this it's so windy and it's drifting so badly. Plows come through, and an hour later, you might not even know it. So that's the way we're facing today, and again tonight, and probably on into the weekend when we get that dangerous cold. We're going to talk all about the weather coming up here in a few minutes. We'll update your announcements coming up here at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned here to KCIM.